Hi everyone, this is Teresa Smith and I am the host of Tea's Talk Time. I hope everyone out there is staying safe during this time of crisis. Today's episode is entitled Real Estate Talk with Reggie. I am delighted to have as my guest today a childhood friend who is more like a family member to me. Most importantly, he is a loving husband and dad to Brenda and Sophia Marshall. So please join me in welcoming my buddy, Reginald Marshall. I call him Reggie. So Reggie, what exactly is your current job title? Well, I'm presently I'm working as two jobs. I have, I'm a fire safety director for my 40-hour week job, and I also do real estate. I'm a real estate agent. Okay, so uh, you've probably answered my next question already, and I think you have, because I was about to ask you, do you work full-time or part-time as a real estate agent? Well, But you've pretty much answered Well, with real estate... Um, it appears that I do real estate part time, but when once the volume increases, it's, it's like a full full time job because I'm constantly on the phone, even while at my other job. So, uh, it's hard to say a part time. Basically, depends on the volume of work and case and um, clients that I have. Okay. So what neighborhoods do you work in? Well, basically I'm licensed for the New York State area, um, but I find a lot of my clients come from Elmont, Valley Stream, Queens, all of New York City, um, Brooklyn, those, those areas, okay. Baldwin, parts of Nassau County and, and um, New York City primarily. Okay, so do you find yourself servicing more buyers or sellers in your role? For me, it's been mostly um, buyers. Sellers are when you um, uh, come in contact with people who are trying to sell their houses. I usually run into people who are trying to buy houses. Okay, so do you work out of an office or do you mostly show properties that are for sale? Outside, we do that. That's a most of my work in the office is paperwork and phone calls outside the office where we go to the, out, the actual houses themselves. Um, today, with today's current technology, uh, we basically meet our clients outside the home that they're interested in for the first time of seeing them mm -hmm. and have them sign paperwork showing mm -hmm. that uh, we're representing them and we continue to show them houses based on what, what they're asking to see and what's available. Okay, awesome. So what has been the impact on the real estate market during this coronavirus pandemic? My, or has there been impact? For my office, uh, my office closed down and my broker um, is not coming back to the office until this um, pandemic is um, dealt with or under control or some vaccination um, takes place. So uh, we're mostly working mobile. Okay, interesting. So what do you like most about your job as a real estate agent? Because as you said, you actually have two jobs. Yes, I do. 
I think with both jobs, it, it gives me access to people. I like talking with people. And as a result of talking with people, I get a chance to make friends and I'm able to at times to help people who may need help. And that's uh, one of my most, um, that's one of the things I get most enjoyment out of meeting people and then being able to help them. Okay, awesome. I have one question that I wanted to add lib on. And the question is, um, what advice would you have for young couples um, who are about to purchase their um, first home? The reason why I'm asking is uh, my niece, um, who is recently married, maybe a year to a year and a half, and who now has a four-month-old, Lauren, um, she and her husband are soon to be in the market to buy a new home. So what advice would you have for them as, you know, trying to become new home homeowners? My, number one is, to, is for us to have their finances in order. And to do that, um, the way it would be acceptable for the bank to give them a mortgage, they must go to some financial institution unless they plan on buying their house in cash. Uh, they must go to a financial institution and get what's called a pre-approval. And the pre-approval determines okay. how much money they have. It'll get a, give them a chance to see how much money they have and what how much of a house they can buy. So in other words, if, they, if their okay. salaries and um, their income allows them to afford a house that, say, costs $300,000, um, then that's the type of house that they should be looking for, not not just going to any house that's seven hundred, eight hundred thousand because they can't afford it. A bank won't give them a mortgage for it and they're wasting their time. So the first thing they need to do is see where are we financially, what can we afford? And there's no better way to do that than getting yourself a pre-approval. Pre-approvals are free. Okay. Awesome. So, now once so you, I'm gonna make sure to pass that Yeah, once they once they understand that they have once the pre-approval comes. It shows them exactly what they can get. You can get a house for $300,000. So now we can say, all right, this is what we can afford. This is what we're going to look for. And now we're going to start looking for a house. Now you're, waste now you're not wasting your time because you're looking in a market, uh, in an area of the market that you can afford. No surprises. All right. See, that was interesting. That's something that I didn't even know. So I'll be sure to pass that information on to Lauren and her husband. Um, and I was thinking that with the real estate market like it is now, even though you're still doing business um, mobily, as you said, mm -hmm. I wonder if this might cause the the um, price of houses to decline when there is a vaccine or when the pandemic is over? Do you think that it'll be easier financially to get a home? Do you think that the price of homes It's kind of hard, you know why? Because a lot of all industries across the board, for the most part, are suffering um, financially yeah. um, because of this pandemic. People are, people are confined, locked in. Um, outside of certain industries like food, food services, and um, delivery services, it's really a lot of people and, and those essential workers. Outside of those, there's a lot of people not working or working from home. And so, 
Right. I don't know what how how it's going to reflect. I really can't get a sense. I know it's got to be better um, because we can't even go physically okay. to the homes. I mean, right. Unless the house is empty, and then even then you got to practice social distancing. Distancing. So, I mean, like you go in the house and then they come in behind. You know, you go in the house at first and then they, they go in the house and walk around and come back out. If it's empty, most time people live in the house. So they can't have people, strangers coming in and out of the house at this time. It's very hard to say. I don't, I don't know how right. the market is going to react once the city and the states open back up for business. Okay, so then that means I'll have to check in with you another time and maybe have you on again so that you can give me some updated information about that. How. Impacted the, the house. One thing for sure is it's not going to go away because so, people always need a place to live. So, uh, how it's going, I know right, right now mortgage rates are, are really going down because uh, people can't afford it. So, they have to lower the, the rates because people are not working like they were uh, a month or so ago. Right. So, a lot of people, insurance companies giving exactly. kickbacks. Uh, the fuel, the, the price of fuel is down because nobody's using it as much. I mean, so all this is bearing on the economy, and so with the so it is with the real estate. Yes. So as goes uh, the market, kind of it sends the real estate in some in a similar direction. Maybe not as um, at a fast rate, as fast a rate as the right. Dow is dropping. But it does, yes, it does send it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's very interesting. And like I said, I'll be sure to follow up with you on that on another episode. I'm sure that the audience would like to know that type of information. So now that we're finished talking about your professionalism as a real estate agent, I wanted to. Uh, delve into another area because I know you as a multifaceted individual. And I don't know how many people out there or who know you as well as I do. I don't know if those people know that you're a gifted visual artist, a talented singer, and a good typist. You remember the time when you had to help me type up my paper for college. Well, actually, it was like a million lesson plans that I had to no, turn in. <laughs> and you were sitting at the table. Back you in remember, the first right? days, yeah. They don't type like that no more. Mm -mm. My daughter, my daughter <laughs> um, she can fly on those keyboards. She's not even looking. That's, That's great. Because they have computers and tablets and what have you, and they have them in their homes, not just at school. Back in the day when we were in school, you only had those That's manual right. typewriters, and I they was were a three in finger school. specialist. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you were using one more thing than I was. That's <laughs> so I, I remember that day and I really, really appreciate uh, your help along with my two sisters. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
I will not ask you to share your art or typing skills right now, of course, because we, the audience cannot see us. However, they can hear us. So I was wondering if you could bless us with the song that may comfort the audience members in these perilous times, because a lot of people kind of lose hope when things like this happen. And um, I, I know you to be a gifted singer in church for many years. I even once sang with you, I remember, in choir. So would you please bless us with a selection of He's Got the Whole World sure. in His Hand? Do the best I can. Uh, where's my piano? Where's my piano? Where's the where's the, where's the keyboard? Is what what we don't have that now. So I'll do the best I can. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He has a you and me, brother. In his hands, he's got a you and me, brother. In his hands, he's got a you and me, brother. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. There you go. Yay. Good job, Reggie. I just want to say thank you again to my special guest today, Reggie Marshall. And I just want to reiterate that I asked if on another occasion, if his daughter Sophie and maybe his wife Brenda could join him in a selection because they are also musically gifted in the family. And especially Sophia, if you're listening, I'm hoping that in the future you'll join me on my show to sing because you are one gifted child. So to everyone out there, again, stay safe and be well, and I'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.